I made the uh, dumb decision not to go to school today. Ooh. Well, nice. I got stung by a bee. <laughs> okay, <gasps> so this is a stupid story. I love bees, and I want my garden to be... Yeah, that's where honey yeah, comes from. I want my garden to be a haven for bees. They are sweet and kind, and I want them to be able to have some food and bumble about and be chill. But it has just started to get a little bit cooler here where I live, and this particular bee clearly did not know where he was or what was going on, landed on the top of my foot while I was in flip-flops, and when I moved down to try and brush him away, he stung me. Rude. So, I know, I felt bad for him, because he was dead, but I also felt bad for me, because I wanted to pick my pomegranates. So, I came back inside, and my foot is very swollen, so I was like, well, I can't put shoes on, I'm not going to school today. (laughs) That was a stupid decision, because... It doesn't matter why I'm out of school. Every single time I'm out of school, people can't run my classroom without me. Yeah. I I don't know how it's... I just... From about nine o'clock, I was getting texts about stuff. All the kids had to do was, like, log on and do the work assigned. That's all they had to do. They were bullshitting people about their seating chart and whatever else. Like, I got a text and it was like, where's the seating chart? I said, where I left it. (laughs) And then they said, they're claiming not to have any knowledge of this seating chart. I'm like, well, fucking of course they are, because they're teenagers and they lie. Yeah. Why do you think I would have wasted my time making a seed chart if it didn't actually exist? Like, use your fucking brain. So in the end, I put my phone on silent. I was like, you know what? None of these problems are important. And I watched Hell's Kitchen. Hell yeah. Much, Mm -hmm. uh, much awaited Hell's Mm -hmm. Kitchen binging day. Yeah, I did my ironing. Watch some Hell's Kitchen. I uh, clean the oven. Play some video games. I might actually finish Elden Ring. <laughs> two years after Damn. else. I know. So that's uh, that's an accomplishment. And yeah, it's like I don't want to be a dick, but it's so fucking hard to find a good sub. And how hard is it to sub? It wasn't even a sub. It was period cover. Oh, so, so it was another teacher. It was all the teachers in my in my grade level. So they all know the kids. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So yeah, it should. it's even easier to control a class when you know their names, because they won't bullshit you, because they know that you can write their name down. Right. I don't know what was so difficult about that it. That sucks. Boo. Well, yeah, and that's, that's why it's the worst, too, because if you don't get a sub, it's a teacher, mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. put upon. They don't want to do the lesson no, plan. No, they don't. Yeah. So if uh, any aspiring teachers out there, just remember... Subs don't do lesson plans. Just have kids do a worksheet. Give them more work than they can do in the period because then they freak out and do the work instead of, you know, bothering the sub. (laughs) But yeah, it's, uh, it's work, more work being out than it is. (laughs) It really is. And I was like, do you know what? It's going to be fine. I have everything prepared. It's going to be really easy. And then it just was not easy at all. It's like, why did I even bother? I should have just hobbled into school. (laughs) Well, you know, the building didn't burn down, presumably. And... I hope not. I haven't heard anything to the contrary. <laughs> oh, yeah, your phone's on silent, so fuck that. And, um, you know, all the kids are still alive with all of their limbs, presumably, so as it's As far fine. as I know. Um, yeah. 
my my Monday was kind of like that. I just was like, all right, kids, do this kind of easy assignment that you don't need any directions for and turn it in by the end of the period. And um, that's I'm going to be over here. <laughs> so, yeah, I um, we're reading Blood Childs by Octavia Butler, mm. which is rad. It's a rad story. And um it's very funny because it's basically a pregnant man story, but with aliens. So the boys are like freaking out. Like, <laughs> I understand the concept of pregnancy, but I don't want to imagine it happening to me. Oh, that's <laughs> so, a shame. Yeah, weird. Uh, yeah. The In the end note, she says, like, this is my um, pregnant man story. I wanted to see if someone, like, it was a boy coming to terms with some uncomfortable truths or some uncomfortable information that he learns and it's like yep that's uh that is what it's like to be a girl and told hey you're going to have a period for the next 40 years and also you're going <sighs> to you can have babies <laughs> and we have to make it sound really palatable so that you actually continue to yeah. have babies and it's going to be miserable but your hormones are going to trick you into thinking you enjoyed it and in about 2 years you're going to want to do it again <laughs> jesus yeah Ugh. but so it was fine and I'm just, I'm ready for Thanksgiving, man. <laughs> it's like two months to Thanksgiving. I'm like, well, I guess only one month. Hell yeah. But remember, you've but had a I'm break. Ready. Yes, true. <laughs> I have not. True. Well, kind of. I did have to spend it all with my parents. I have so. <laughs> not been away from the school building for 10 weeks. It's just the first day. So you should take tomorrow off too. I know. No, because if I take tomorrow off, the, the school will burn down because they can't do yeah. anything without me. So, is it? Uh, you don't do block schedule, right? It's all classes every day. Uh, well, it's it's a silly system. Complicated, yeah. <laughs> it's a dumb system. I technically have two blocks. It's yeah, it's dumb. Let's not get into it. I don't want to think about it. Okay. Well, hello and welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme, and this is episode 115, Halloween. All you need to know is it's the Halloween episode, Ooh. because I didn't release one last week. Wait. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I have some really good ones this year for Halloween. Not too spooky. Okay. And the first one is actual, like a real relationship advice post. Oh, cool. <laughs> or relationships post. Um, which is kind of interesting. I actually saved this one back in August, I think, mm. because, you know, it involved planning for Halloween. Uh, OP is 26, so is her friend, and the title is, My friend and I got invited to a Halloween event that I know she cannot handle. Okay. And she does, um, clarify in the comments, it is, uh, Halloween Horror Nights at, okay. at Universal Studios. Recently, my friend, let's call her Anne, and I were invited by a group of online friends to join them at a Halloween event in September. We've been a part of this friend group for about a year and a half, and I would guess this would be the first time we would get to meet most of them in real life. I'm ha I am crazy excited for this event, and she is too. My problem is that I went to a Halloween event with Anne last year, and she had multiple breakdowns because she couldn't handle it, and I think that event was much tamer than this upcoming event will be. She had a huge freak out in one of the haunted houses, and another freak out when some roaming performer scared her, and another because she got creeped out by the dark and the ambiance. 
She has anxiety issues that made the event difficult for her. Heck, I have been on three vacations with her already, and she has had a breakdown at every single one for various reasons, even at Disney World. There are things that she can do to make this event less stressful for her, like waiting outside while we do haunted houses, but the creepy ambiance and performers meant to spook you as you walk around are basically unavoidable. I love Anne very much. She is my absolute best friend. I have been her biggest supporter as she as she has dealt with her issues with her mental health. I am the person she constantly reaches out to when she needs help multiple times a week. This has given me a pretty good idea of what she can handle, and I don't think she will be able to handle this. I don't want her to be pushed into a breakdown, and if I'm being honest, I don't want to spend another vacation helping her deal with a breakdown. I want to be able to have fun and take a break. I've been feeling burnt out by her emotional needs. Plus, I really want to make a good impression with the online friends. I don't want them to regret inviting us because Anne freaks out and we have to leave the event early. We were both invited and I don't have the authority to tell her not to come, nor would I if I did. I know she was super excited about it. I've tried to talk to her, but she insists that as long as she doesn't go into the haunted houses, she will be fine. I'm sorry, but I really truly doubt that based on previous experience and years of supporting her and her mental health difficulties. If anything, her anxiety has gotten worse since the previous Halloween experience. I am considering telling her that I will not be available for emotional labor while we were on this trip, but that feels really mean. I want to go to the event with Anne. I want to get to meet our friends in real life and have a great time, but I don't think it's possible for this trip and I don't know how I should handle the situation. Man, this is hard. Yeah. This is tough. Opie sounds very mature about it, but all of her reasonings for why she doesn't want to do it are 100% valid. Yes. Like, she does not have to be her friend's comfort blanket. It's fine if, you know, you're not the only person who is dealing with these things for them. Yes. Or mm-hmm. with them. But it sounds like OP is the only person that Anne will turn to and talk to regarding her anxiety multiple times a week. Shit, that's a lot. I have anxiety and that's still a lot. Yeah, having like a full breakdown. Like, obviously shit happens, Mm -hmm. you know, generalized anxiety happens. But if you are having full breakdowns three times a week, something's got to give. Yeah. And you know, I I have generalized anxiety. That's my that's my diagnosis. And I I think Anne is trying to people please to calm her anxiety, but it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Like she's she's trying to do, say, "Oh, I will do this thing because people expect me to do it and I don't want people to be disappointed yes. in me." But in doing that, she is ignoring the needs of her own mental health, which is I cannot be around horror stuff. I I just can't. It is too much. It makes me nervous. I can't it go. It seems like a good compromise might be for Anne to go out. There's plenty of restaurants um, at Universal Studios and City Walk <laughs> that, you know, you could go to for dinner because it is a night thing. It happens yeah. after the sun goes down. Go have dinner with the friends. Um Maybe see if you can plan out some, like, safer areas for her to hang out in. Maybe for the first hour or so, then she can go back to the hotel. Yeah. And you can do whatever. Oops, She shit. doesn't have to be there the whole day. Like, it's it's a multiple hour event. It's going to be busy. You're not going to be able to hear anybody, like, having a conversation or anything. So, you know, having dinner with everybody, maybe going shopping in Universal City, and then, all right, guys, I'll see you later, have a real nice time. No drama. Yeah. And, and she doesn't need to feel like she missed out, because all she missed out on was a breakdown. Yeah. And she did as, yeah, it, it, 
she did as much as she can handle and that's fine and that's okay and you don't have to do things that you're not comfortable with to make other people happy and i feel like that kind of seems to be what she's what Anne is trying to do obviously op is wants to make everybody happy but uh yeah sometimes that's not possible so for those unfamiliar with halloween horror nights it's you know obviously a halloween event there are performers in full costumes roaming around there are little so they turn kind of indoor areas into haunted houses or um i forget what the actual like term they use but like different little areas you walk through performers jump out at you a lot um they're not allowed to touch you and you're not allowed to touch them which is <laughs> how i really handled it when i went because i was like they can't touch me it's fine because if a person in a giant werewolf mask is like hovering their head in front of your face you know mm-hmm. it's a little anxiety inducing so that like little mental buffer is helpful <laughs> the only way i could deal with it is not go yeah <laughs> I, yeah i, I, I am a hundred percent okay with the fact that horror stuff fucking does my brain a mischief. Like it is, I I had nightmares for weeks. I can't sleep. I can't leave the house. Like it just, it really, really freaks me out. I can't yeah. do it. So and that's okay. I just wouldn't. And go. if they're cool people, these people online, um, and you say, "Hey, I just get really anxious around horror stuff, and so I'd really like to meet you guys, but maybe we can do this instead." And they say, "Well, we're not going to do that." Then they're not your friends, Fuck and that's them. then you found out something about them, and that's okay. Like either right. way, you win because you find out they're cool, or you find out they're not cool. You know, because they don't lose anything by Anne not going. They are still going to have a real nice time. Yeah. But if Anne went, that would be a whole can of worms. So yeah, yeah, and it's important to reinforce the boundary. And like, obviously, she really is a good friend. Not mm-hmm. that this this level of support is above and beyond. Let's yeah, be OP clear. Yeah, is not a therapist. Like, and yeah. she should not have to be- behave like Anne's therapist in social occasions. Yes, and it's great that you want to support your friend, but also you need to do what's good for you because being on call to help your friend for years, three times a week on average, that's a lot. Like being on Mm -hmm. call one night a week is a lot for like a mental health professional, you know? So, and especially if you're entangled in this and you care very much about her, yeah, she needs to, OP needs to set a little bit of boundaries and hopefully Anne will understand. It doesn't seem like... She's actually brought this up to Anne, so hopefully she'll respond well. But yeah, it's it's yeah. tough. That's a hard situation. I hope it got resolved and they all managed to have a nice time at Halloween Horror yeah. Nights. Or yeah, had, hopefully. Uh, I'm looking and there's not a lot of comments from OP, so hopefully okay. she posts an update. Um, okay, <laughs> here's, a, here's a fun one. This is um, from No Sleep, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. It's a very short. Uh, okay. And it's called Last Messages. I, I don't know how I should differentiate. How should I differentiate the me- that it's a new text message? Because it's all from the same person. Uh, do they have like dates and times? No, it's just a it's just a bullet point list. <laughs> uh, well, I'll just pause in between and y'all can okay. figure it out. Okay. First one. I love you, mom. I can hear footsteps on the stairs. I think he's outside my room. I hear sirens, but they're far away. I'm hiding in the closet. I hope he didn't hear me. Hang on. I heard something downstairs. The cops are already here looking for him. They'll catch him. Don't worry, Mom. I'm safe. I love you. The cops said he's some escaped serial killer, and he's been breaking into homes around the area. Yes, Mom. It's on the news now. I'll keep my doors locked. 
And then at the bottom in italics, it says, messages are displayed in chronological order with the most recent at the top. Uh. <laughs> uh, see what they did there? Yeah. <laughs> so reading it backwards, it's, yes, mom, it's on the news. I'll keep my doors locked. The cops said he's some escaped serial killer and he's been breaking into homes around the area. Don't worry, mom, I'm safe. I love you. The cops are already here looking for him. They'll catch him. Hang on, I heard something downstairs. I'm hiding in the closet. I hope he doesn't hear me. I hear sirens, but they're far away. I can hear footsteps on the stairs. I think he's outside my room. I love you, Mom. Oh, Very well done. Yes. Cute. <laughs> I do love me some, like, shit that you can read and then reframe it. And it's like, oh, it has a totally new meaning the second time. I like how um, horror writers in particular are able to integrate modern technology into scary mm -hmm. ideas yeah i feel like, like unfriended all of the different genres horror does it best yeah i think i mean i i watched unfriended it was fine it was a fun little horror movie you know it was it's like basically a bunch of teens on skype and skype and you um you know hear their conversation and they're being like haunted through the skype and through the social media and stuff which is cool um, it's a cool concept. They did an okay job with it. It's not like the best movie, but if you like horror and you like that kind of thing, it's pretty good. Um, it's a ghost of a person that they bullied. No, I don't think she's dead. She might be dead and bullying them from beyond the grave. <laughs> that would make more sense. Yeah. Or she just hacked into their shit and is making them think that she's dead. I don't remember if they went full on with that twist. I, I, I still think about things like VHS. Um. Mm-hmm. The ring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the cutting edge VHS tapes. When, when obviously when portable cameras, handheld portable cameras became a thing, Blair Witch. Like, all of those, I feel like horror writers are just very clever with, with that kind of idea of technology moving on and different ways to make things scary. Mm-hmm. Because we can't really do haunted castles that much anymore. <laughs> There's only so many haunted There's castles. There's so many haunted castles and what are you going to find in there? A Dracula. Like, okay, we know all about Draculas now. Oh, man. Oh, wait, okay. Was it Sarah Michelle Gellar in The Ring, the American one? Um, pass, I don't know. As previously mentioned, I don't do horror shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's interesting, too, that horror, it's one of those things where you can watch, um, what's the most famous horror movie? Scream. The Exorcist. Oh. <laughs> Scream is a very good movie. Um, have you watched Scream? Is that one no, you're cool with? I have not watched Scream. Okay. okay, I know what happens in it. I've like I've read the Wikipedia. <laughs> it's um obviously like a commentary like on horror movies and genre and stuff. Okay, it's Naomi Watts in the Ring. Okay, she has a very specific face. I should I should remember it. She looks kind of like Patricia Arquette, at least in her Wikipedia page. Anyway. You can watch The Exorcist and be like, okay, I get it. I see what they're doing here. I see how they're doing it. And, you know, in the modern day, you're not super scared. But back in the day, people were like throwing up in the theater. It's very interesting in how we progress with that, um, with horror in particular. It has very, like distinct phases it's interesting how they kind of keep the same tropes alive through technological advances too so like with this text story that you just did like horror is all about being isolated mm -hmm. so we never get any of the responses from the mom um yeah which kind of adds to that feeling of like being alone yeah nobody's coming to get you right and like things I'm like help if, you. if we take unfriended as another example they're all alone in their homes right that nobody else right. is with them um yeah. And um, 
there's another one that they did that was like during the pandemic. I think they filmed it like in the height of the pandemic where people were doing like a happy hour on Zoom, you know, mm-hmm. and there were a few couples and a few single people. So that was interesting. Um, I, I didn't watch that one, but I feel like it would be at least interesting. Okay. Oh, also, I, I really like a good twist, like a good twist. Yeah, not like know. a bullshit twist. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, M. Night Shyamalan, you don't have it anymore. Okay, but, anyway. but look, okay, I have to I have to stand for the defense of okay. one Midnight Shyamalan movie, which I think was actually <laughs> very good, but everybody shat on. I really liked The Lady in the Water. Okay. I was like, ooh, which one is it going to be? <laughs> like, and everybody says that's a terrible movie. I really liked it. I didn't, like, I wasn't expecting to be, like, thrilled out of my seat by it, but I thought it was a really mm-hmm. sweet, tender, like, well-done movie. Mm-hmm. And everybody's always like, oh, that's the worst movie that he's made. I'm like, I I fucking loved it. It was such a good film. It's certainly not. The, the happening is certainly the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. So when I, when I was young, the progression of M. Night Shyamalan movies, I did not see, see um, The Sixth Sense, Sixth but Sense. I obviously knew the twist. It's like a cultural phenomenon signs was the first movie i saw which my mom loved which tracks real hard because she's a born again christian okay but i mean that was the first thing that like i saw joaquin phoenix Mm -hmm. in that was like i liked it i think it's a good movie i think it holds up um i watched it a few years ago and i think it's a decent movie and then the village and i think that that's a good movie based on me being 14 when i saw it (laughs) who did the others that wasn't. That I was him. just gonna say that earlier. Um, that was a fucking great movie. Ooh, two thousand one. Okay, that's a good one. Nicole Kidman. Yeah, good Nicole twist. Kidman. Christopher Eccleston. Who else is in it? He's really famous. <gasps> really, Christopher Eccleston. Yeah, it? he's the husband who comes back from oh, the damn. war. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and we did actually watch uh, the Woman in Black movie. Okay. Finally. Like last last Halloween, I think. How did you feel about it? Now that you've read the book, how do you feel about it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like it's. I I was blown away to um, hear that the Woman in Black was written in the eighties because mm-hmm. it just has such a good Victorian vibe. Victorian vibe. It's, yeah, it does a great job. It's very Lovecraftian. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost shot for shot the color out of space. <laughs> Um, except he gets away at the end. Also in the writing, though, like, yes. it's all that very, prose. Yeah. um, flowery, latinate, um, Edgar Allan Poe-ish po- prose that, yeah, it's very good. The endings, I thought, were a different choice. Um, skip ahead if you don't want to hear the spoilers for The Woman in Black, but in the book, uh... He's basically like cursed and later mm-hmm. his child and wife die in a carriage yes. accident yes. Uh, while he's like close by because uh, mm-hmm. the horse gets spooked, presumably yes. by the woman in black. And then in the movie, he goes, which I thought the scene itself was pretty well done. It, it like made me feel things. I don't know what I was feeling, but something. <laughs> and um, he goes to save his son on the railroad tracks and he like jumps onto the tracks to save him and you think that they he saved him but actually they've both been killed and um so then he meets his wife who was dead right yes because the child was with the nanny that poor nanny (laughs) fucking hell unemployed (laughs) (laughs) and guilty as hell so why did you leave your last employer um Uh. (laughs) you know uh the kid grew up yep 
grew up. <laughs> Didn't need me anymore. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, it was fine. I liked Unfriended better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just, I think the book is just so masterfully done that any changes that you make to a movie, it's always going to feel a little flat. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see the stage version of The Woman in Black? No. Oh my god, it's so Does, good. Does, um... Daniel Radcliffe do it? Because I feel like that would be, I mean, I think he would be good in it. I don't know. I took a bunch of, when I was still teaching in England, I took a bunch of um, 11th grade boys. Oh, cool. My my C and B, my my D slash C group, we all went to go see The Woman in Black because it was one of our our examination texts. And uh, they were all being all bravado, macho, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) By the end of it, two of them were full on crying. One of them was like, (laughs) holding the other so hard that his fingers oh. were white and his friend couldn't move. I was fucking rolling around in hysterics laughing because these were all like these big, strong Tough boys. boys, yeah. Fucking reduced to quivering wrecks in a theatre. That is my favorite thing to do. So good. It Just was definitely worth it. When we, when we left, they were like, oh, I didn't think it was going to be that scary. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's a, it's a horror horror thing. They were like, oh, I thought you were going to be crying. <laughs> I was like, no, I've seen it before. <laughs> I've never done this, actually, but I feel like s- taking them to see it would then make them way more interested and invested in actually reading the book. Mm. So I feel like watching the movie or, or whatever, learning about it and then reading it. Because if they see it in real life mm. and then they read the book, they're so excited. Like, yeah. there was a movie coming out for something that we were reading and a kid saw, like, a poster or billboard for it and was like, oh my god, I saw a billboard of that. And then was super invested in the book. If they could connect it to, like, a real life thing, they're like, oh my god, you know, this is a famous thing and now I'm going to be way more invested in it. When, so I feel like... When did that Woman in Black movie come out? 2003? This says 2003, the woman in... Oh, that's the play. I'm still on. I I am so far removed. Because I was after he was Harry Potter. Or actually, I think it was... It was during the end of Harry Potter. I think it was just after. 2012? Yeah, it was like post-Equus. So so I took those boys like a couple of years after the film came out, and none of them had seen the film. And then they were like, well, can we watch the movie now? I was like, yeah, but I don't think it's that great. And then one of them watched it at home, and he was like, miss it was shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he was like the theater was way I better i was like hell yeah my guy the theater's always better uh, what did i tweet the other day i was like i want to see daniel radcliffe and audrey plaza audrey, audrey plaza? plaza just trying to outweird each other on film yes that would be so cool that'd be good time. I-, I hope she's in the weird owl movie <laughs> oh god that'd be so i'm hyped about this weird owl movie yeah doesn't it come out like soon this weekend yeah. or something and it's on isn't it just on peacock Oh, it's on the Roku channel. Mm. Oh, Evan Rachel Wood is the woman. Boo. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> She's fine. She's fine, I guess. Oh my god, it has Quinta Brunson in it. She plays Oprah. Hooray! <laughs> from uh from Abbott Elementary. Oh, that's so that's cool. That's so cool. Rain Wilson plays Dr. Demento and Jack Black plays Wolfman Jack. This is gonna be a good this fucking movie. This is gonna movie. be great. Will Forte, Tom Lennon, Weird Al, of course, is in it. Conan O'Brien. Damn. This is, yeah, this is going to be a good movie. Anyway, okay. Next story, that was a full-on tangent. It was, but we were still talking about <laughs> horror. We, yes, we did do that for true. a while, and then we, we got onto weird and yes. and completely derailed everything. So let's just make this like an impromptu uh, subreddit of the week is Rules Horror. 
Yeah. Rules horror, a genre where you have to follow weird rules and you're not sure why, because we're all inevitably afraid of breaking some sort of arbitrary rule and going to jail. I know I am. <laughs> That's why my husband is afraid of, or does not like paperwork. He's afraid he's going to fill something in and they're going to like arrest him for fraud. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, so this one is the one that started the subreddit, and it's actually a Tumblr post. So obviously it got posted, and then mm-hmm. they created the subreddit. Um, there's another really good one that's called, I work at the strangest zoo on Earth, God help us. Um, <laughs> but that's from No Sleep. Okay. But it's still like rules horror. Anyway, okay. A memo to Disney cast members. A Disney cast member's top priority is the comfort and safety of our guests. For this reason, all Disney World employees must follow these rules. Failure to do so will result in disciplinary action. And a reminder from last week or the week before, Disney World is in Florida. Yes. Not the California one. Ask to examine the photos our guests have taken. Be friendly. Check for abnormalities. If any are found, call for security. Guests may be distracted with free merchandise. Every seventh photograph taken on the dinosaur attraction must be deleted. (laughs) If questioned, explain it was a technical error and offer fast passes. The rumor of sharks and crocodiles in the lagoon are false. However, there is no swimming outside of designated swimming pools on Disney property. (laughs) (laughs) Dead alligators are common around the lagoon. Simply evacuate the area, call security, and then take note of how much has been eaten. (laughs) Wait a minute. I thought you just said... Oh, they said no sharks or crocodiles. Yes. Yes, though, alligators. There is only one Mickey out at once. If you find a second Mickey having an autograph session, check for eye holes. All Disney costumes have eye holes. <laughs> if you do not find eye holes, allow the session to continue, but disallow photos. Call security immediately after the session concludes. If you spot a second Mickey off to the side, lure him into the tunnels. That's what the ducks are there for. <laughs> Leave immediately afterwards and do not look back. The Disney World security does not wear specially marked clothing. If you see someone wearing a shirt that says Disney security, shut down that section of the park immediately. (laughs) Following these rules will help ensure a safe and pleasurable trip to the happiest place on Earth. So stay knowledgeable and stay safe. (laughs) I should do voice acting. You should. (laughs) You should do a stint on Welcome to Night Vale. Oh, man. That was very like Meg the Sentient Cloud. It was like Meg the Sentient Cloud. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Hell yeah. Well, I'm not married to the producer, so. (laughs) We love her. We do. Anyway, um, I just like the, because corporate isn't going to tell you the reasoning behind things. So you're just like, oh shit, like, who is this fake Mickey? That's scary. I I love that's what the ducks are for. It's just like, Obviously. Yes. (laughs) Come on, come on, get the duck. <laughs> yeah, and the tunnels lure him into the tunnels. It's like that sometimes these crazy Mickeys just come out of the tunnels and you just have to lure them back. I think also like the juxtaposition mm-hmm. is obviously like a big horror thing. Like that's why we find children's music or like lullaby is extremely creepy. Oh, I hate that shit. Or like music boxes. I hate it's that like, shit. It's supposed too. to be happy. No nope. clowns. <laughs> <laughs> eject button <laughs> delete <laughs> i want to get off yeah just like the happiest place on earth combined with like this is creepy and weird yeah this is a very night valian mm-hmm. thing do not look at the dog park <laughs> there are no dogs allowed in the dog park which tracks because it's tumblr and tumblr loves night vale yep not to not to Nightvale's plug great. another podcast, but but we everybody should be plugging Night Vale because Night Vale is Night Vale is just incredible. Yes, I have a um, pin that says "All Hail the Glow Cloud," oh, the glow and cloud. I have a patch that says "I survived the summer reading program." I was gonna get a Kashuk pin, but I missed out on it. <sighs> 
Kashuk is so cool. Kashuk is the cat yes. who is stuck in one place in the bathroom. Floats four feet above the men's bathroom floor. <laughs> it's um, a very, like, Lovecraftian, I guess? Yes. It's very Twilight Zone. Yes, Twilight Zone for sure. Lovecraftian, but also Desert. comedic. Yes. And heart, very heartfelt at some yes. points, too. It's got some good voice actors. They're all very good. Yeah, highly recommend. So I looked at a lot of these rules horror things, and there's, like, one for camping. A uh, good one was, like, I moved into this house and found a set of rules left by the previous tenant. I don't think I want to live here anymore. <laughs> Something to that effect. Everybody likes a archaic set of rules, because you're like, what happens if I break them? <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no. okay, I will follow the yeah, rules. I will memorize these. And, and some ask. of them are super fucking long. So it's like, you're definitely going to break one of these rules at some point. You cannot memorize all of them. You will die. Okay, um, here's a one that is an Am I the Asshole post. Okay. But it was posted um, 2021 in June. Um, and it is like, obviously, it's a horror-based one. Okay, It's on futurefire.net. Social, political, and speculative cyber fiction. Okay. Um, OP is 42. No, sorry. OP is 43. Her wife is 42. Okay. The kids are 11 and 13. And the title is, Am I the asshole for throwing away my wife's haunted dolls? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Listen, we can't rip off all the podcasts. <laughs> We at Comic-Con went to the live show for Mabim Bam, and I did look up the haunted doll and was like, nope, I'm not inviting that into my house. Nope. <laughs> but it was cool to, like, be there and, you know, then it sells out in, like, two minutes, if even. Didn't Griffin get a haunted doll for Max Fun Drive? He just did an unboxing on this it year? on the McElroy channel, I think. Mm. That was the notification I got today. Okay. I see. I only got part of the title. Ah, so. uh, okay. okay. Well, Griffin has a haunted doll now. <laughs> Hell yeah. My wife and I have been married for 15 years. We have two kids, 11 and 13, and live in a very small apartment. She is a painter and keeps a small studio space about 10 minutes away by car. These two rents are the absolute maximum our budget allows, so the girls share a bedroom and we all generally live on top of one another. Prior to the pandemic, everyone's schedules overlapped in such a way that wasn't too crowded most of the time, but this last year has been very challenging. I don't think we're special in this regard, and I know it's been difficult for everyone, but there is one issue I'm having that I believe is unique, and that's what I need your help with. Um... Apparently, the people who moved into our old apartment with two bedrooms is a family with four kids. Oh, Jesus. And two bedrooms, one bathroom. I feel so bad for them. Nope. Fortunately, the pool has a bathroom. Like, you could just mm. go. I would just run and use the bathroom at the pool. Anyway, my wife has these dolls. I can't really pinpoint when she started collecting them because at least one of them is from her childhood and another one has similar sentimental value. Although I do not remember the details, something about her middle school best friend, I think. Those two used to sit on her dresser and it was no big deal except for one time when I joked they were watching us sleep, which she did not like. At some point, she rented the studio, which is about five to six years ago. So let's say this started four to five years ago. She began buying inexpensive antique objects to use as props for her paintings. That is, she would set up these tableaus and then paint them instead of using models. She mostly bought things from Etsy and eBay, cheap china, and old children's toys, and dolls. Which, by the way, Etsy used to be for all handmade and vintage, so... Mm -hmm. But now it's 
shit I bought on Amazon and am upselling for triple the price. Right. (laughs) So when the pandemic started, her studio space shut down for a couple of months. And when it reopened, we discussed whether she would go back to using it and agreed to wait until there was a vaccine because it has shared ventilation and partially open air. So she went and got a few things she wanted to bring home, including the dolls. All of the dolls. No. They took over the apartment. There were dolls everywhere. I counted them when I threw them away. I'm getting there. And there were 13 (laughs) dolls. It felt like more. I couldn't turn around without accidentally looking one of them in the eyes. It was all very creepy and unsettling. It felt like I didn't belong in my own home. And I swear they moved around the apartment on their own. There were several occasions when I would leave a room and come back to a different arrangement of dolls or a doll that had not previously been there. Either they were moving or I was seeing things. So I collected them and threw away the 11 new ones. My wife's two original dolls are still on the dresser. I am not a monster. (laughs) She came home and when I told her the others were gone, I mean, I didn't say it like that. I took responsibility. She went into the bedroom with them and locked the door. She won't talk to me. I feel like one of the Reddit terrible husbands TM. (laughs) But I swear I was going to lose my mind if they stayed another minute. Am I the asshole? Fuck, I'd have thrown away all those haunted dolls. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I can't I fault mean, this man woman woman sorry yeah get rid of them nasty <laughs> gross delete and like why did she have to bring them all home yeah that seems weird like the two that are meaningful i get because you don't want yeah. anything to happen to them if your studio gets broken into but why do you have to bring home all 13 of them 13 is also just a very bad number of haunted dolls <laughs> oh weird yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah don't do that Info, I do have a mental illness, but it is anxiety and I have never hallucinated before. I will call my doctor, but I don't really think I was seeing things. Also, yes, it is possible that the girls were moving them around. We didn't do the elf on a shelf, but I'm sure they could have gotten the idea elsewhere. They're clever. They were bored. It's possible. That said, they seemed pretty freaked out by the dolls, so I'm not sure it was them. Hmm. Yeah, no, I I would have incinerated (laughs) them to make sure they didn't come back. Oh, and also double check the uh, carbon monoxide detector. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because, of course, yes. Reddit. It wouldn't be Reddit without the carbon monoxide detector. That's what the beep is in uh, Haunted Doll Watch. It's actually just the carbon, <laughs> yeah, monoxide, it's the carbon detector. monoxide detector. <laughs> just going up. Okay. Um, update. The dolls are back. I assume my wife got them out of the trash, but I didn't hear her leave the bedroom. Mm. <laughs> info i'm sleeping on the couch yes i do think she has the right to kick me out of my own bedroom i might have done something that made me feel like a terrible reddit husband but i'm not one okay well because <laughs> you're a woman primarily yeah, but yeah. we have seen terrible reddit wife Ugh. tm <laughs> tm Ugh. update my wife definitely is not the one who got the dolls out of the trash and both girls deny it I really think I would have heard any of them leave. I'm a fairly light sleeper and the couch is right near the door. It's also the only door. Hmm. Info. And then it's crossed out. See attached photo of some of the dolls. Edit. Okay, sorry, for some reason the picture keeps loading as a blank image. So here's how I know it wasn't her. My wife yelled at me for lying about throwing the dolls away. She thought I had only hidden them and was hoping it would blow over. When I figured out that's why she was upset, I obviously denied it because that's not what happened. After we compared notes to figure out if the girls, one or both, could be responsible, but I threw them away before trash day and they reappeared after trash collectors and the girls haven't left the apartment. It's all very mysterious. (laughs) And then update, everything is fine, false alarm, sorry to worry you all. 
Update. Why everyone types such mean things? The dolls are good, actually. (laughs) And that's the end. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, with the update, it's very similar to the uh, text message thing. Yes. That you can use pretty well. This was actually, yeah, posted on the blog, so... That's fun. It's like a fucking Angel Fire website over here. It's got like a black background with green text. Hell yeah. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) How very 2000s of you. The picture is like a sketch of dolls. So it's not, uh, it's not super creepy. It's just a little creepy. A little creepy spice. (laughs) Little little spicy creep. (laughs) It is posted by you terrible Reddit wife, Mm -hmm. which I'm sure is somebody. I'm sure that's somebody else. Let me go. Let's find, find, let's find this person. Mm. Nobody on Reddit goes by that name. Huh. huh. They could have been banned. All right. Okay. So yeah, I like I like the use of pre-existing genres to make it yes. creepy. Yes. Yes. Do you remember the one I think about of our from our past? The one I think about the most is the one where OP found their dad's collection of women's driver's licenses. <laughs> yes. yes. That one I think about from time to time, and I'm like, yeah, so he was like the narrator from the cask of Amontillado, right? <laughs> like, he found them in the wine cellar in the basement. <laughs> I need you to come and check that, this wine for me. Yeah. It's Amontillado. Yeah. That's a great one to That's teach. Very good they they get slowly more horrified, and they love saying Amontillado. It's <laughs> a good one. And I also, there's one where... I want to say... Eh, I don't think so. I was going to say there's one where um, Spock, Leonard Nimoy, reads mm. it, but I might be thinking of a Ray Bradbury instead of an Edgar Allan Poe. No, there is one... Oh, no. Um, Leonard Nimoy reads There Will Come Soft Trains. Ray- yes, Ray Bradbury. that's the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also I teach great. that one because then I can show them the um, video from Fallout 3 of the Mr. Handy mm. reading the poem. Mm-hmm. So you go into this house and it just comes in and is like, there will come soft rains and the smell of the ground. It's like, okay, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> All right, dude. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> I am leaving. I feel bad for the Mr. Handys. I do. They seem I pretty happy, though. I mean, unless they're trying to kill you, I guess. Not all of them are trying to kill you. Isn't there one that is? Oh, can't you get a companion that's a Mr. Handy? You can. I, I love me some robot companions. Sergeant RL3? Oh, yeah, that's a Mr. Gutsy uh, robot. Mr. Gutsy. There is a Mr. Handy one. Is Mr. Gutsy just a Mr. Handy, but with but, flamethrowers? Yes. Yes. 100%. Okay. <laughs> they're the same guy. They're not the Dalek-looking ones. Dalek? I know. Dalek. Yeah. <laughs> I had sorry, I pronounced no, it American. It's fine. <laughs> and like it took a couple of seconds in my brain, and then I was like, oh, that's that's what that's what we're talking about. Anyway, okay. Peace de resistance. Okay. Um, have you heard of the SCP Foundation? I have heard of the SCP Foundation. Do you want to explain or what tell me what you know about it? What is it? Etc. etc. SCP Foundation is a series of quote-unquote found documents based around this fictional uh, kind of like research laboratory where they uh, catalog a bunch of different kinds of monsters and then they write kind of scientific documents about them. They're kind of like the Warehouse 13, which is the warehouse where the Ark of the Covenant is in Indiana Jones. Um, Or if you've played Control, Control is actually based on this concept, right? Mm -hmm. So there's uh, objects that are called SCPs, and SCP stands for... Okay, so um, 
they call themselves everyone's favorite anomaly containment website. And I am looking for what SCP stands for. Related to Control, I've just started playing Alan Wake. Oh, yeah. Very much enjoying that. This is the first time I've ever played Alan Wake, so... I'm having a good time with that. That's all. Yeah. Is is it, you're like a detective or you're like You're a writer. It's, it's Twin Peaks. It's Twin Peaks though. You are a writer. But you're a writer? Yes. Okay. Alan Wake, Hell yeah. <laughs> Alan Wake is a, a is a kind of thriller writer. So um, it's Twin Peaks if it was written by Stephen King. Yes. <laughs> Which all of his characters are writers. It stands for Okay, SCP stands for Special Containment Procedures and I am now like on the Wikipedia it's a fictional secret organization documented by the collaborative writing wiki project of the same name with the abbreviation standing for special containment procedures. Within the website's shared universe, the foundation is responsible for capturing and containing various paranormal, supernatural, and other mysterious phenomena unexplained by mainstream science, known as anomalies or SCPs. So if you've played Control, mm-hmm. the one scene you remember is the fridge <laughs> the that fridge. kills people yes. when you're not looking at it, right? Mm-hmm. It has to be observed at all times let's see i'm looking at video games and it's like control is heavily influenced by scp uh which is centered on the sectional fictional federal bureau of control so yeah it's um it's the same thing so it's if you liked that kind of shit scp foundation is like where it came from um the very first scp is sc (laughs) this is gonna be hard i if i get the acronym wrong don't don't come for me scp 173 which was originally a copy pasta. Have you seen the picture of SCP-173? I have not. Okay. I have it on our slides, but let me get... <laughs> of course they made a fucking doll of it. <sighs> of course they did. Okay, so it's an art installation. The, like... So basically they'll take shit, like, breaking the Matrix shit, and they will... Or, like, glitch in the Matrix... And they will, like, be like, oh, this is actually an SCP. So it's just kind of a fun little thing. Here's the original picture. It's not that creepy. Okay, yeah, that's not pleasant. <laughs> it's not pleasant. So it's, like, some a figure that's, like, carved out of wood. It has a really big head, tiny little arms. Um, and it's, like, facing the wall that's perpendicular to the camera. And it has its hands on the wall, but its head is turned towards the person. It's got, like, green eyes scrawled on it with, like, what appears to be blood on its face. Um, Google SCP-173 and go to images and you'll find it. So SCP-173, this is the entry on the uh, fandom wiki website. I don't know what object class Euclid means, but okay. Special containment procedures. Item SCP-173 is to be kept in a locked container at all times. When personnel must enter SCP-173's container, no fewer than three may enter at a time, and the door is to be locked behind them. At all times, two persons must maintain direct eye contact with SCP-173 until all personnel have vacated and relocked the container. Description. Move to site blah 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 numbers. Origin is as of yet unknown. It is constructed from concrete and rebar with traces of Krylon brand spray paint. SCP-173 is animate and extremely hostile. The object cannot move while within a direct line of sight. A line of sight must not be broken at any time with SCP-173. Personnel assigned to enter a container are instructed to alert one another before blinking. Object is reported to attack by snapping the neck at the base of the skull or by strangulation. In the event of an attack, personnel are to observe Class 4 hazardous product hazardous object 
containment procedures. Personnel reports sounds of scraping stone originating from within the container when no one is present inside. This is considered normal, and any change in this behavior should be reported to the acting H- HC- HMCL supervisor on duty. The reddish-brown substance on the floor is a combination of feces and blood. Origin of these materials is unknown. The enclosure must be cleaned on a bi-weekly basis. The end. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so that's like the most popular SCP just because of the... You know, yes, it's it's the first one, and it was a copy uh, creepy pasta. So originally, apparently, it was, which is kind of cool. Like, if my creepy pasta made this whole fucking thing, and then a video game, I would be fucking stoked. Yeah, that's kind of wild. Yeah, I just remember um, the rubber ducks. Oh, uh, that I va- is that from Control yes. or is that an SCP? That's from Control, and they just keep multiplying. Oh, Langston's Runaways Rubber Duck. Fucking Control is such a good game. Like, the guy in the videos, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know that guy. And I think he has such a vibe that everybody looking at him is like, I know that guy. So the Alan Wake remaster, it's the Mm -hmm. same voice actor and video (gasps) style as the Alan Wake DLC for Control. Um, And now that I'm playing Alan Wake, I'm like, oh, so that's why that happened in the DLC. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gotcha. So, yeah, they, they... even without that, they have incredibly similar concepts. Like, I feel like control couldn't have been a thing without Alan Wake before it. Right. Um, the, the the whole concept of the hiss in control is basically what the enemy is in Alan Wake. Alan Wake. And then Alan Wake, it seems like, gives some, like, Silent Hill vibes, yes. too. Yeah. 4.7. I should... Okay. I'm adding this to the video game list. And they released the remaster of PlayStation 5. Um, a student said his dad was going to get a PlayStation 5 to play some, uh, Thor, Ra- not Thor Ragnarok, God of War Ragnarok yeah. that's coming out. And I was like, hey, well, if he knows where to get one, if he wanted to hook up his son's English teacher, like, I couldn't even give you less than an A. If, <laughs> if I mean, if he, he gave me a PlayStation 5, <laughs> I'd have no choice. <laughs> and he's like, I'll see what I can do. And I was like, no, no, no. I was just joking. <laughs> so i i came across this tumblr post of oh let me find it it was basically a couple of different scps comparing them oh goodness can i find it it's in my images and it's a screenshot of reddit so (laughs) there's no guarantee but it was basically like one of them was a chair and the chair uh materialized like under your butt whenever you needed a chair so it was just trying to be helpful and it just wanted to like you know give you a place to sit yeah yeah and the scp foundation didn't want to deal with it so they fucking put it in a wood chipper (gasps) i know rude wow and and so it got really mad and like started going into people like it was wood mulch and it started like going into people's lungs and killing them you know because it's mad because it Got wood chipped. Yeah. And um, so then the SCP, well, the SCP people didn't. There's like an enemy organization, the SCP Foundation, that doesn't do it right. Um, so then the SCP Foundation actually got the chair or the remains of the chair. And now it is mulch in a garden. And one of the protocols for SCP Foundation is to like tell it how good of a job it's doing. <laughs> <laughs> 
and how it's it's being great mulch and good job because it just wanted to be helpful god damn it I, it yeah. just wanted to be helpful anyway then the other thing was like an evil scythe that would like kill people but then the scp foundation got it and now it's like nice and gardens and invites people over for tea and stuff (laughs) (laughs) somehow i guess yeah and basically the moral is be nice to things yeah and you won't have to deal with them being evil yeah woo so yeah that's that's all i got for this halloween yeah subreddit creepypasta we're not gonna go there very long but nope i don't need this shit in my life (laughs) But, uh, like, the top ones... Okay, so it's not even Creepypasta, so it's a place for fans of Creepypasta story, images, and more. Which, that's not what a... Like, I guess images can be incorporated into Creepypastas, but... Yeah. Apparently, like... For, to me, a Creepypasta is, like, uh, Slenderman. Right. And that's it. Um, the top one is uh, the Lisa meme. Netflix should make a series about Creepypasta. <laughs> and apparently there was one... That was called Channel Zero on Sci-Fi, and there's like six seasons of it, so if that's your jam, go check that out on wherever Sci-Fi shit is. Mm. Not the first, a lot of the first, like, top posts of all time are not that creepy, but I will scroll, if if you want, I will investigatively scroll down. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Although the creepy pasta that's actual yeah, that's pasta creepy. is pretty creepy. I also like the shadows of the water bottles. Yes. Oh, there's SCP-176. You can't blink or look away from this post until you upvote. <laughs> that's good. Do you? What was the subreddit that had the... Um, that was, I just think, are creepy. Never mind, I'm not going to recall that. <laughs> Intentionally. I like... Okay, you can scroll down until you see, like, the... Cloud with arms. Cloud with arms? Okay. Just scroll until you see the cloud with arms. See the cloud with arms. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't like that. He's friend. <laughs> I don't need a, any more friend because I have one very big friend here. <laughs> and somebody, like, took a fog bank and put eyes and arms on it. And it's creepy. But it looks friendly and nice. Ugh. I also like the backroom style, like, uh, found footage type shit. Mm. Like... Where you see something and you're like, I don't know what that is. Like the one right below the creepy cloud. Bored during a pandemic? Go make a friend. <laughs> Draw a pentagram. <laughs> Play basketball with a goat. If you hear weird noises in the night, simply make weirder noises to assert dominance. <laughs> they got a call about a noise in a graveyard and it's these cops walking towards the graveyard with their flashlights. And then like a scream happens and they will scramble and run away. Oh my god. Don't look. It's a comic of somebody with like a hole that says don't look. And the guy looks through it and a tentacle grabs his eyeball. Don't like that. Don't like that at all. I also like siren head type shit. I'm seeing a little bit of that. When I was little, my parents were driving. I'd pretend there was a man or thing or being running alongside the car who had to follow certain rules. Like, he can only travel by jumping from streetlight to streetlight. Or he can only walk on fences. I was so surprised that other... To find out that other people did similar things. I wonder what the underlying psychology behind it is. It is a really specific thing to do, but almost everyone did it without telling other kids because they thought it was weird or unimportant. I did that. 100%. I did not. (laughs) So you are a normal. I'm abnormal, apparently. (laughs) Oh, Neo's got zoomies. 
All right, we'll wrap it up. I will leave you with this. I'm sick of pointing a gun at my dad through my window at 2 a.m. as he please. Come on, Jake, just let your old paw in. I'm tired. And replying, you're not my dad. He's asleep in the other room. I hear him snoring. And then watching his expression go sour as he turns back towards the woods. (laughs) Damn it, I love the back. I love the back rooms. I think it's such a good vibe. Anyway, okay. Um, you can find me at Morgan underscore Slay. Send me more subreddits. You can email both of us at are the letter you the word serious pod or no wait, Twitter at are the letter you the word serious pod or email us at are the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com. Uh, my other podcast is dead. That is all. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Esme underscore C underscore nose, as in nose, lots of things. Uh, you can find the podcast on Facebook, the letter R slash the letter U serious podcast. All right. And I'm going to sleep tonight. So I'm going to close this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hope so. If I don't, I'm going to blame you. I'm just going to hit random on the SCP website. Why would you do this to yourself? I love weird things. What if you I get a might... fridge that eats people? <laughs> I'm also currently playing Disco Elysium, mm. which Matt is in love with. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I finish that, I'm probably going to play Alan Wake and or replay Control. Actually, I'll probably play Alan Wake and then replay Control. That'll be good. Yes. Good combo. Yes. Although I would like a PlayStation 5. If you can message me a PlayStation 5, that would be great. I am manifesting a PlayStation 5 for you through the brainwaves. Ohm. Ohm. <laughs> That's how it works, right? You put shit into the universe and the universe gives you shit back. Yeah, it might be good shit or bad shit. (laughs) It's really a coin flip, to be honest. (laughs) 